A warm welcome to everybody once again in our journey through the various teachings or chapters that make up the overall teaching maturing toward wholeness in the inner life, the beautiful eternal fruit that comes from being a disciple of the Lord Jesus. This is George Miley, prayers that can be prayed in five seconds or less. We could call it five-second prayers. So what's that all about? Well, it's about so much that we've already covered in this overall series. It's about how do I learn how to live in the presence of God? How do I move forward in the biblical instruction to pray without ceasing, to abide in Christ, to be filled with the Spirit? How do I learn to do that? And so we, in our last time together, talked about the whole issue of prayer. If I'm going to become a disciple of Jesus and follow his example and learn from his teaching, prayer is going to be central in that whole activity. And so in this time, we seek to get a little bit more specific. How might we apply what Jesus taught us about prayer in connection with our pursuit of living in the presence of God and experiencing all the fruit that comes from doing that. So our subtitle for this chapter is Toward Moment-by-Moment -moment Communion, because what we want to say about five-second prayers is really about moment-by-moment -moment communion with God. How can we pray throughout the day while carrying out the tasks of life, we need ways to repeatedly return our thoughts to God. So we talked about this the last time we were together. Anything that we do in life, including prayer, we want to set our minds on it. We find our thoughts wander. So setting our mind on anything is ultimately a practice of bringing our mind back to that thing that we are wanting to be thinking about. So what are some practical ways throughout the day as we go about the normal task of life of bringing our thoughts back to God? Most people can hit the pause button in the midst of normal activities for five seconds or less. We want to share in this time together some prayers that can be prayed in that time frame. Now, here's the picture that we want to get. It's easy to say, well, you know, I can uh, pray in the morning before I go to work, but once I get to work, I can't stop my work to be praying. Well, certainly in some circumstances that may be true, although I wonder if we could just think about that for a minute. For example, right now as I speak, I'm sitting here in my study at my desk. I often sit here doing things other than recording, writing things answering emails, searching things on the web. I'm working. I'm sitting here at my desk and I'm working. What if I were to set the timer on my watch or on my phone to sound at certain intervals, maybe once an hour or maybe twice an hour or maybe even as often as every five minutes? And every time I heard that sound, I just paused and prayed a very, very short prayer silently and then went back to what I was doing. That interruption 
would not come to me as an interruption. It would come to me as an enrichment, as a balm to my soul, as a refreshing experience of being once again in the presence of my Father. So that's what we're pursuing in this time together. Remember that prayer is more than asking. It is communicating with God. It is practicing his presence. We speak to him. We listen for what he might want to say to us. There is also worshipful prayer. We declare before God truths about him. We praise him. We thank him. We are simply with him. We're hanging out with our Father. So let's begin now to go through, and I have a list here in front of me. They're in the notes that you have that go along with this study, but I'm aware that there might be some listening to this recording that don't have the notes in front of them. So we have now 30 prayers that can be prayed in five seconds or less, and I want to just go through them with you very briefly. I'm aware that I don't want to bore you, but at the same time, I think it would be helpful for us to go through these this list of 30 prayers just to give some practical example of what we're talking about and actually how easy it is to just pause very briefly during the day and pray very short prayers that reconnect us with our Father. So here is the list. Here's prayer number one. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Well, we all know that prayer. It's something that Jesus taught us to pray. We can pray it in five seconds or less. So here's prayer number two. Lord Jesus, teach me to pray. That's a request that the disciples brought to Jesus in Luke chapter 11. Lord, teach me to pray. So here's our third prayer. Come, Holy Spirit. Now that's a prayer that we can pray Hard, it takes one second, but such a powerful prayer. Come, Holy Spirit. Then the next prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Again, a prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. And then next, a prayer from very, very early on in church history. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Then a prayer inspired by Galatians 5. Holy Spirit, I rely upon you. Or this prayer from Psalm 51. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And then another prayer from Jesus, inspired by John 15:4. Lord Jesus, teach me how to abide in you. And then another suggestion, Holy Spirit, lead me in prayer. And then the prayer of Mary, my soul magnifies the Lord. And then these sacred words from Psalm 118, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And then the 12th prayer in this list, come Holy Spirit. Fill my heart. Now, very soon in our overall study of maturing toward wholeness, we're going to be talking about the components of the person. Heart, 
soul, mind, body relationships. And so that prayer, come Holy Spirit, fill my heart, can also be prayed, come Holy Spirit, fill my soul, or come Holy Spirit, fill my mind, or come Holy Spirit, fill my body, fill my relationships. All prayers that can be prayed in five seconds or less. And then the next prayer we have on the list, my soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning. That's a prayer from Psalm 130. Next, Lord Jesus, give me your grace to forgive my enemy. Next, another prayer from early on in church history. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Or this prayer, give us this day our daily bread. Or from Psalm 16, Lord, you make known to me the path of life. And then next, Father, in your presence there is fullness of joy. Next, from Psalm 62, for God alone my soul waits in silence. Or, next prayer, Lord, I can do nothing without you. Number 21 in our list of prayers. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who labor it, those who build it, labor in vain. From Psalm 127. Prayer number 22. Lord Jesus, please heal me. Next, Lord, I do not know the way, but I know you. You are the way. Or these very familiar words from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. From Psalm 8. O Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Or next, Lord Jesus, grant me your peace. And then comes from Psalm 139. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Or next, this prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your love. And of course, that prayer can also be prayed, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your love. Or it can be prayed, Holy Spirit, thank you for your love. Or moving on to prayer 29 here on our list, Heavenly Father, I love you. That, of course, can also be prayed, Lord Jesus, I love you. Holy Spirit, I love you. Or to finish our list, Heavenly Father, I trust you. Lord Jesus, I trust you. Holy Spirit, I trust you. Now, these are only to get us started. It's just a list of 30 prayers. If it's helpful, one prayer for each day of the month. Soon as we learn to pray, as we practice praying, we will be formulating prayers using our own words to express what is on our hearts at any given moment. So in, in laying all this out, we're not 
in any way, shape, or form trying to be legalistic or saying this is the only way you can pray. Of course, absolutely not. But we're trying to lay out practical examples of what we're talking about, that the more we choose to use these, if we do choose to use these, the more our own creativity will be informed and pretty soon we'll be moving out into prayers that are even more expressive of what's really on our hearts. Now, in learning to practice God's presence, there is another way we can use five-second prayers. It can be called the three times four approach. <laughs> now, that might sound complicated, so let me say something about it. In other words, the five-second prayer, or prayers that can be prayed in five seconds or less, that helps us break into the day and then go back to what we're doing. But what if we need to or want to spend just a little bit longer in the Lord's presence? Let me tell you about the three times four approach. First of all, what do we mean by three? Well, there are three persons of the Trinity. So the three here refers to those three persons. We pray first to the Father, then to the Son, and then to the Holy Spirit. Well, if that's what the three is, what is the four? The four refers to how many times we're going to pray our prayer to each person. Why four? Well, there's no special reason for four. It just seems to work well. If another rhythm works better for you, by all means, use it. So let's just give an example of this. What would it look like for us to pray three times four? Well, we would start with the Father. And we might pray something as simple as, Father, I love you. Father, I love you. Father, I love you. Father, I love you. And once we pray those prayers, then we would pray to the Son. And we could pray the same thing. Lord Jesus, I love you. Or we may choose something else. We may pray, Lord Jesus, thank you for your cross. 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 And then we would pray four times to the Holy Spirit. We might pray simply, Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Now, of course, we may pray each prayer less than four times, or we may want to pray more than four times. So let's say something about a habit. When we start off learning any habit, it tends to be profitable to stick to the habit. So I'm, I'm learning to do this. If I'm learning to play the piano, if I'm learning uh, a sport, if I'm learning a language, to begin with, it might be better to just follow the rules. But the more the habit becomes entrenched, the more it becomes a part of us, then the more freedom we feel to deviate from it. I mean, an example that comes to me is sentence fragments. You know, when you, when you first learn grammar in school, the teacher doesn't want you to use sentence fragments. She wants you to learn to make sentences. But the fact is that gifted writers, every now and then, will use a sentence fragment for emphasis. But if you're going to use sentence fragments, you need to know how to use them. You need to know the real rule, and you need to know when to break the rule, how to break the rule, how often to break the rule. So as a habit becomes established, we more freely can deviate from it. The point of all this, of course, is not the numbers or even the prayer. 
It is learning habits to come into the Lord's presence and remain there. We are opening the inner life to God. We are inviting him in. In time, this will surely lead to beautiful fruit, peace, insight, healing, meaning, transformation, joy. You know, just a personal word from me. I find that using the three times four praying approach is a wonderful, wonderful way for me to pray myself to sleep each night as I get into bed. Let me close this time together with a prayer, a little bit longer than a five-second prayer, but it's the prayer that has kind of emerged from my own times with the Lord. And it's a, time, a prayer that captures much of what we've been saying in the study of maturing toward wholeness in the inner life. So let me close by using this prayer. Lord Jesus, I bring my sin and the guilt and dysfunctions it has caused to you on the cross. Thank you, Lord. On the cross, you made provision for my guilt to be removed, my wounds to be healed, and the power of sin in my behavior to be broken. Lead me now into the faith expressed by obedience, which enables me to access your provision. Lord Jesus, we love you. You made provision. Lead us into the faith expressed in obedience that enables us to access that provision. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.